Welcome back to R&R Saturdays, where you restore and renew your heart that may have been broken, wounded, or um, wearied the past week. Um, welcome back, and thank you for coming back. And I hope that this time will um, rest your heart as you listen to us. Today, I'm very, very grateful and very blessed. Whenever I talk to this guy, <laughs> I always feel like something lights up in my heart. I feel fired up. Tell you more about himself. Um, let us welcome Kirby Liabad. Hello, Kirby. Hey, Marge. Hello. Thanks for having me in your R&R. Saktong-sakto because I talk about motivation. Oh. Parang shift naman, R&R, di ba? Uh -oh. So we can renew ourselves as well. So hey, thanks for having me here. How do you balance work and home life now that you work from home? Yeah, I actually, prior the pandemic, I've been working from home. Mm -hmm. And I just do uh, talks outside from home when I'm required since uh, some companies do get me to become their speakers or trainer. Mm -hmm. And uh, yes, I'm, I'm quite familiar with that uh, environment. In fact, my studio slash office and slash uh, kids knocking on the door when they need something, right? Or people uh, uh, suddenly Shopee arrives, Lazada arrives. You know, uh, these things uh, get really mixed up, especially in these times of pandemic, right? And this mm -hmm. quarantine period. And yeah, it's important to really have that uh, boundary uh, between work time and actually family time. Yes, it's advantageous that your family is with you and you can spend time with them. But somehow, the kids also have to know when can we have Papa? When can we have Papa fully? Hindi yung, yeah, we have Papa, but half of his mind is in his work, right? So that's what I try to do. I go for fullness, fullness of attention, and fullness of attention at work also and with my family. So if it's time to work, work. If it's time for break, break. And it's time for family time, then it's family time, right? So ganun, that's how I deal with it. Kasi I'm an entrepreneur. So the challenge really, Marge, is to motivate myself and manage myself. I think it's more convenient pa nga if you're an employee somehow because there's a boss you should clock in at this time. You should end your uh, work hours at this time. There's a bit of structure that is mandated upon you. And we take that for granted also. But it's, it's challenging for me because I have to manage it. I, I can like compromise from time to time. But uh, I, I see that it's good to have structure. So as a work from home dad, how do you make that structure? How, how is your day like in... How do you manage your time and discipline your time when it's time for work, you work. When it's time for family, you, you shut off work or you, you set it aside. How do you exactly um, have that rule of life? They call it like a schedule for you that works. Yeah, the a plan of life. Yes, yeah, that, plan uh, of that's life. from Semare Escriva. Yes. And um, I, I would put it this way. Since I am very flexible, I can start as early as I can. So baliktad, people think that they're into entrepreneurship. Yeah, we can start late as we can. Ako naman, I can start at 5 a.m. I can start at 5.30 a.m. So I start early. I wake up early and I sleep early so that I can 
have my prayer time i can have my work time when everyone's quiet and when the you know the bustle of the city starts na kumbaga gumigising na yung mga anak ko then you know i've i've done three hours of work already then i can be there for them because i also homeschool my kids me and my wife wow. so i have to motivate them before i motivate other people in my fired up life i have to like encourage them give them a hug guide them how's your schooling uh, you have any concerns hey uh, i i try to give them a career path or at least insinuate to them some things i see for them or even ask them what is their one passion that they can pursue or while still early they can discover that already so th that's how i like uh, manage my day start early but this is the the beautiful thing end early no, I end after my live show at 4 p.m. And 4 p.m. onwards, yun na. You know, I can have time for family, time for community, time for uh, friends. <laughs> Kailangan natin yun, mga kaibigan. All right. So that, that's how my day structured. And do I become faithful to that each and every day? Sometimes I, you know, not wake up at 5, minsan. 6.30, nagiging alas 7. Yeah, bawi-bawi na lang in terms of schedule. But uh, I would say that's how I, my, my typical day looks like. That's my plan of life. <laughs> so um, when you end at 4 p.m., what do you do? Like, how do you spend the free time that you have? How does yeah, that I, look like? Yeah, it would look like this. I, I go walking. I go walking. So naglalakad ako but it's also my nurturing time. Kasi wala na, ubus na ang aking energy with my show, creating content, building my business uh, in the morning and in the afternoon. So wala na akong maibibigay sa aking uh, pag-iisip. Meron pa naman pero it's time again to receive. So I do walking about 10,000 steps if I can, if I can manage. And I listen to podcasts podcasts of people who are light years ahead of what i'm doing <laughs> okay because kasi what i'm doing I, i've been doing the fired up life for almost five years but the people people i listen to on on podcasts i've been doing it uh, for 11 years 10 years and i really learn a lot from them so pag may narinig akong golden nugget or something that would trigger me Ayan, i-apply ko na naman kinabukasan yan. So that's how I, I balance everything. Hindi puro bigay-bigay. No? Uh, tanggap ka din ng wisdom. No? And in the evening, most of the time, I spend it with Couples for Christ in, in serving. So yan, no? nakakatanggap din ako ng teachings, guidance, um, fellowship, and, and love. Right? So... And of course, family with that. So that's how it would uh, turn out. That's what I do after 4 p.m. Sometimes merong pa overtime pag may mga deadlines. I mean, not overtime in the strict sense. You have to file an overtime. But uh, ano din, no? there's also that uh, moments where I have to really deliver kasi my deadlines that I set for myself also. So how do you rest and recreate aside from um, listening to podcasts and walking? Are there any tips that you can share with us that that has helped you? What what, yeah. what recreates you? The first thing I do in the morning when I wake up at five is have a coffee date with the Lord. All right, so I'm that's you know, bakamababaw lang para sa iba pero 
pag iniisip ko na nagbo-brew ako ng kape, you know, the, the process of brewing, I do my French press and all this. It excites me. It may not excite the viewers for some. <laughs> Sige, pagawa na lang ng kape. Uh, that's why I, I do have some three-in-one in stock somewhere, but I, I prefer the brew because of the process. It helps me uh, calm my mind and I imagine having a date with God. So I have a date with the Lord sa balcony ko. I sip my coffee. I look, the, look at my plants because I take care of vegetables. I'm excited din ako na tumutubo yung aking mga vegetables each and every day and I harvest them once a month. Doon ako na-excite, Marge. No? So the, the first hour really, or maybe the first 30 minutes to an hour, is really me receiving as well from the Lord. No? Kasi ano ibibigay ko for the day? Uh, of course, I rested. That's good bodily. But how about spiritually and mentally? So I, I do my best to to really be faithful with that uh, relationship with the Lord. At nakikita ko, no, in in times where uh, the the reflections are deep or the reflections are very enriching and nourishing, nakikita ko may you know, rejuvenation of of myself. All right. So, ayan, uh, that's how I uh, do it, no? So, kumbaga start and end the day with prayer and I tweet. I tweet. <laughs> Kasi sa ko ba ilalagay ito yung aking mga na-realize about work or na-realize about sa buhay. So, I go to my Twitter, whatever I feel like the Lord wants to tell the people out there. <laughs> ayan, I tweet uh, a sentence or two and From it's your other time. People. Yeah, oh, kasi 'di ba? We, we grew up in with the journals and all. And with this internet and digital age, we can now have online journals. And more so, it can be public. It can bless other people, hindi lang tayo. So we can journey and accompany them in their, in their walk in the Lord or in their walk towards their dreams in life. Um, do you use particular tools when you pray? How do you exactly pray? How do you... Yeah, I, I have, I have uh, well, number one, I have my prayer guide. It's either I use Didake or In His Steps, right? Uh, maybe sometimes two of them. <laughs> then, of course, the, the scripture, the, the Bible. And I have my own book, 365 Fired Up Days, believe yes, it or yes, not. Yes, a devotional that you can use. <laughs> yeah, it, it's a devotional. It's here, you know, a, a devotional I wrote for working people. So it's strictly not not strictly devotional spiritual no it's it's more of a motivational motivational kasi pansin ko meron ba diyan na pang-motivate sa work after I do my spiritual motivation mm-hmm. can I have like a work motivation and I saw that gap parang wala masyado meron naman siguro but it I have to search for that no so sabi ko why not no why not have this uh, 365 fired up days uh, devotional which are also repurposed content from my Facebook account. Mm-hmm. No? So lahat 'yun. Isang taon na ako nagre-reflect every day posting and posting, okay. podcasting, lahat 'yan blogging, uh, pina-repurpose ko, pina-transcribe ko yung podcast and all. Tapos sabi ko this will be it. This will be the summary of my daily thoughts. And I, I'm just happy that uh, many people are blessed with it. So parang ano siya, walang wala akong sinisikreto. <laughs> Kumbaga, wala akong tinatago, no? And uh, I I I make sure that I am able to share everything to the world. I you know, let me share with you March. I I read this book from Todd Henry mm-hmm. and the title is Die Empty. Huh? Die Empty. 
die empty and I got intrigued because ano ba yan? Die broke? That, that's, <laughs> hindi pala. You know? It means that when you die, make sure you've given everything you've got to the world. Every okay. wisdom that you might have gathered, you you give it. You give it. Para pag-uwi mo, you know, pag-uwi. Pag-uwi kay Lord, tama. Yes. No? So, so when you actually rest no and be recreated in heaven so so when you actually come to rest in the lord hindi masabi ng mga tao na sayang uh, may ibibigay pa to si Kirby pero hindi niya naibigay sayang yung buhay niya now i want to make sure that each day i get to squeeze out whatever the lord wants me to squeeze out and serve other people with that and at least in my capacity with the thoughts that I am inspired to write, with the people I interview, with the books that are still are still to be written, Because with the with the pandemic happening, we we have this memento mori, diba? We remember that you shall die as well, and yeah, diba? So the the church fathers in our Catholic faith would have. A skull in front of them, not all of them, of course. Or in, skull, no? Beside them or in the altar to remember. Yeah, tapos, yeah, tapos may kandila sa bungo, di ba? Then they write and they, they remember that, hey, we will not be here forever. We've got to write what we can write. We've got to share what we can share. So yeah. that's something that really motivates me our own mortality. The mortality is something uh, both. Both, uh, it's a blessing, right? Mm. It's, it's a blessing that somehow our life is limited because there's an eternal life, but we make the most out of our life. And the way to live that life is to live a full life. It's to live a fired up life, at least in my own platform. Why, why not be passionate? Why not be passionate? And that boggles my mind. If you're gonna do something, why do it dispassionately? Yeah. Sayang ang oras. Mm-hmm. Sayang ang oras. That's what I. Uh, that's what I feel. That's beautiful, Kirby. Grabe. Dami kong thought bubbles. Pero one thing na remind mo sa akin yung this quote by Cory Ten Boom. If I may share also, parang there was this quote that she said that when she gets to heaven and she faces God, she wants to say that. Lord, I have used everything you have given me. There is nothing left. Yun nga, die empty. Meaning lahat ng binigay na gifts sa'yo, ginamit mo, binigay mo as your gift to other people and gift to God as a, your thanksgiving for, for giving you all these gifts and graces. And yung memento mori, sobrang totoo. I remember you were telling me before, I remember this time we were talking, tapos parang, um, yung age, parang we were talking about age, just parang, oh, you said na when I, kunyari, pass away ng mga 80 or 70, ganyan, to sabi ko, parang, um, parang, wag naman, parang live naman, parang gusto kong mag-live pa longer, sabi niya, but, um, do you want to live that, I mean, forever here? Parang ganun. When I think about it, o oh, nga naman, parang, I don't really want to live forever here. There is eternal life. We're not home yet. But while we are here, we need to live our lives fully and that's the, right yeah the reason why we're still here we still have a purpose to fulfill and a mission to fulfill so how Kirby, do you live fully how do you live a fired up life well let's first acknowledge that there is sin 
Mm-hmm. Uh, there is sin. There, there is weakness. Uh, and those weaknesses actually bear consequences. And we start off to think about living a full life by acknowledging first that we are weak without God's grace. Mm-hmm. Yun muna eh. Kasi parang my, my professor said, a, the fullness of life is actually a synonym to holiness. Uh, it's a synonym to um, per, somehow the, the perfection that... Uh, that we see in Peter's uh, writings, diba? Na be perfect as God is perfect. And uh, we, we strive towards that. We cannot be perfect because of our concupiscence or inclination to sin. But we do strive every day for that. So when you talk about fullness of life, it's summarized in one word, holiness. Because in that holiness will come happiness. Okay, so kaki but yeah, no? the, the more we strive for a relationship with God, a good relationship with God, then the more happy we become. The more happy we become. Parang other people would think, kailangan maging masaya muna ako bago ako maging, you know, be, being grateful to God and other things. No? Minsan they think that, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll serve God when I become uh, happy. Pag okay na ang buhay ko, mayaman na ako, milyonaryo, bayad na lahat ng utang, then I, I will serve God. Then I will um, devote my time to Him. So, w- when you ask me what fullness of life is, it's about service. It's about service. It's about that transcendental calling that we have to go beyond ourselves. Now, we talk about Abraham's Maslow, uh, you know, Oh, well, Abraham Maslow's hierarchy of needs, right? We we keep on hearing that. And my professor also said, you know, I, I quote my professors. Uh, actually, Father uh, LaGuardia, no? si, who, who recently Father passed. Michael. Yeah, F- Father Mike LaGuardia became uh, my, one of my professors. And he said that uh, towards the end of Abraham Maslow's life, somehow he was uh, writing there that there is another level on top of self-actualization. Kasi yun lang naririnig natin, di ba? Yung mga basic needs, etc. Then self-actualization. There's self-transcendence. Kasi what is the purpose of self-actualization? Okay, successful ka. Okay, your dreams came true. Then a lot of people's dreams come true and feel like it's empty. Yun pala, walang service. No, walang uh, pagbibigay ng sarili sa iba. Kaya, although... It was shocking for a lot of the Pharisees, Sadducees, and even the disciples to hear of Jesus uh, preach about being a servant of all. Because in those times, in the biblical times, the successful people were military leaders, people with power. And uh, people with power have servants in their home, which is like the contrast of unsuccessful to be a slave, right? And yun pala, the wisdom is there. It's in the humility. It's in being... <laughs> of service to others. So, nagtatanong mga tao sa Albert Curves, but why do you create content for people? Why do you create videos? Why do you do those live shows? Yayamang ka ba dyan? You know, I would say, hey, this is, you know, enriching other people's lives. And as as I see that happening, I, I feel like enriched as well. Nabibigyan din ako ng lakas at uh, ng, ng fullness. And I believe that's the way to live life. Uh, being successful 
can be measured in different ways. But the best way to really measure success is to answer the question, I, am I truly happy? Am I truly happy with what I'm doing? Yeah, we see a lot of successful businessmen, engineers, even, uh, you know, biglang nagpapare. No? Kasi doon pala yung, you know, tawag nila. No? I, I have those people who, I know some people who, have, who are in the late vocation. No? They, they pursue that because they think that that is success for them. That is happiness for them. Wow, Kirby. <laughs> Thank you for that. I guess they call that parang the pursuit of significance. In, in the terms of what the world will use its significance, no, parang not just success but significance. And, but to us, uh, I guess, uh, in, as Christians, we, that is service. Parang you live the fullness of life when you serve and you give of yourself. When you give yourself. Um, I just want to like interject some points about significance. Okay. Uh, th- that word, you know, it become it you. It's not in your control to be significant. Like even if you think, like, hey, my goal is to be significant, diba? Parang it's so a, a bit of a bit pompous, mm-hmm. a bit uh, self-serving. But it's it's a consequence of servitude. No, it's it's a consequence mm-hmm. of of uh, giving of yourself to others. Like Mahatma Gandhi was a significant person, but. He never made it a goal to be significant. <laughs> Martin Luther King Jr. Uh, is a significant person, but it was never his goal to be significant. So it is something that people would see rather than us to work towards. Then making <laughs> okay. it a goal. Yes, yes. Or maybe at least in my context, at least in my context of understanding. You were speaking about late vocation. How did you know you were... How old were you when you got married? If, if I may ask. Um, uh, how yeah. Did, yeah. How did you discern your, your way into marriage? Discern your way? If that's that's a, such a thing. How did you know that you were called for married life? Yeah, you're talking about late vocation. Uh, maybe in the time of my parents, uh, 28, I, was, I got married at 28 to Michelle. Uh, they would consider that late, but this time, parang ang aga mo namang ikasal, 28 na. So, every generation, due to business, career, and uh, generally how people think about their timelines, uh, it gets moved further and further. No? But uh, I discerned my vocation when, when I felt like I was uh, called to really build a family. You know, na-excite ako sa idea of having a family. That maybe that that could be the start. Even as a young person, even as an elementary student, you know, uh, you'd be surprised that you know they people or teachers ask this question: What do you want to be when you grow up? Right? They were putting there the, the typical no, doctor, engineer stuff, scientist, astronaut. Ayan para di, ma, <laughs> di, para di kulangin. But I would I, I would say my my. I want to be a dad when I grow up. I know I want to have a family wow. when I grow up. Uh, and maybe it's because of how our parents raised us. You know, our parents uh, were very loving. And uh, I saw that, hey, I, I love what they're doing to us. With the struggles and all, no, with all the conflicts. And sabi ko, wow, parenting is something for me. And, and, and that, 
in that I, I see that and when I grew up finally that stuck with me and not without any thoughts that I would be a priest no I, I considered that I, I prayed about it and somehow the peace led me to married life the you know the challenging life of a married person <laughs> okay so vocare no to be to be called to oh. vocation no the, the calling that voice led me to where i am now wow <laughs> uh, ba? how did your vocation you, you're talking about vocare in your book the fired up life you mentioned also about that how exactly do you know how do you know this is god's call for you yeah I, there's like three levels of vocation Mm-hmm. So the first level would be your baptismal calling or your baptismal vocation, mm-hmm. which is your call for heaven. You're mm-hmm. called to go back to God, to be with the Father, the, the prodigal children that we are, right? The lost children that we are. We're called uh, through Christ back to the Father. And that is basic, the mm-hmm. call to holiness, the call, the call to repentance. Uh, the, the next would be our state of life. Mm-hmm. So single blessedness married life you know the ordained the religious so yun yung mga state of life and i i fall in the category of uh, the the marriage vocation diba mm-hmm. and the third level no, which is uh, actually a a supplementary call so yung una foundational call yung isa complementary call you know the call to marriage complements your baptismal call mm-hmm. and lastly is the supplementary call which supports your married life. So that's it. No, either yung yung trabaho mo, yung trabaho mo na pinasok mo that is supportive of your vocation. Okay? So pag may pinasok kang trabaho that destroys your family, that is clear na that's not God's call. Okay? Uh, pag may pinasok ka na trabaho that compromises your values, Diba? That compromises also your baptismal call. So it, it, this is connected. So for me, work is holy. People hate work. People loathe it. People hate Mondays. And kung pwede na lang sunugin yung kumpanya, no? But, you know, we lose the gratefulness. And sila naman nag-apply doon, di naman sila pinilit na mag-apply, diba? So I see that gap, especially for Catholics who love to serve on the weekends and totally hate their life from Monday to Friday. And I see there, you know, yes, they hate it, but it feeds their family. But there can be a transformation there. They can see the workplace as a mission area where they can be a witness. They can see their work, the ordinary work that they do, boring as it may seem, mundane as it may seem, as a a, a way for sacrifice, a way to, to save souls in purgatory, di ba? Sa, sa hirap at uh, parang sacrifice na ginagawa mo, ayaw na ayaw mo. But hey, it, this is helping your vocation. So I see that work can be a venue for holiness and therefore lead you to your baptismal call. Now, so I, I love that notion. Um, I, I got that from... Uh, the late Bishop Cruz, na, na, he, uh, Archbishop, uh, once Archbishop uh, here in Metro Manila, 
and um you know he, he oscar cruz yes, yes oscar cruz so i read that in his book call of the lady and it just blew my mind you know, how he was able to construct that and i see kasi marge na ito itong business ko this is my place where i can practice my my life with the lord i, I don't hate my business no? i love it that's mm-hmm. why i build it every day wow so if if the That's that's great, no? That you love your business. How about what can you tell those who are not happy with their work and want to transition to finding or responding to to the call that they have or or to to that goal that they want or have feeling that they that has been impressed upon them by God? Um, yeah, I mean. Yeah, maybe they want to do something else, but they're still here. How, how do they transition? How did you transition from being I mean, an employee you know, to an em- entrepreneur? Yeah, God gives us the free will. <laughs> diba? we, we are not like uh, born and we have a sheet of paper that says, hey, this is what your job's going to be uh, when you grow up. You know, and you sign it. Well, your godparents sign it. No, you know, we have that free will, and that's what makes life an adventure. The work that you have now, you can optimize. I mean, you can look for another work. If that work makes you happy, a better salary, better opportunities. But for some people, they downgrade even. You know, they don't want any more that stressful life. They want a tight lower salary, but a life of purpose and a life of uh, self-transcendence, kumbaga, life of service to others. So we, we have choices. But as long as we do not Are, we, we are not put in a position to commit sin. No? That's a, to, to, to compromise our Christianity, to compromise our values. So for me, whatever job that, that uh, LinkedIn will bring you, <laughs> that, that LinkedIn will uh, propose to you, maybe that's where God is calling you as well. We will never know for sure. Because we have to discern But there is no 100% discernment. Discernment is not about knowing or not being about sigurista. Mm-hmm. But it's about considering all factors that this will be pleasing to God. Mm-hmm. Can you diba? take so us... Whether, whether, I mean, whether I am employed or I'm a business person, I would not say that being a business person is better than being employed or being employed is better than being a business person. Diba? There is no greater dignity. Everything, everyone working, trying to provide for their homes and family, are, it's all of equal worth and dignity. Whether you're working in the Philippines, working uh, in abroad, you know, sacrificing all those time, Uh, so that you can build a better future, there is equal dignity no? and in the eyes of the Lord. So yeah, I mean, latch on the purpose. If you're suffering, if you're like, don't like your job so much, eh, but you're sticking with it. Diba? Kasi ayaw mo naman din mag-resign. Because hate mo yung work mo. So, kung hindi mo kaya mag-resign, then you have to shift your attitude. You have to latch on the purpose. Okay, I don't like my work so much, but I love the purpose of why I am here to provide for my family. This blesses my children. This uh, pays for the bills of my lola. This uh, uh, pays the mortgages of our future investments. So, so you love the output, but it is but fair 
to also learn to love the work that you're doing by starting to be grateful with the, the things you don't even like to do, diba? So there are not necessary efforts we have to do. I understand. Like um, for teachers out there, diba, they like teaching, but they don't like checking the, the, the tests or grading or something. So, but there are things that you have to do. Um, hindi naman lahat ng ginagawa mo sa work is um, happy. There are still routines or stuff or admin stuff. Unless you can delegate them, there are still things that you have to do yourself. Just like chores. Um, yeah. You want to have a peaceful, happy home, but you have to make an effort to clean and to wash the dishes, you know, and put order in your home. Um, I'm just curious, Brother Kirby, how did you know your purpose in life? So how will you know this is God's call for me? Let's let's yeah. zero in to, to work or or to, to state of life. Maybe maybe some tips on discernment. Yeah, I what I did, I'll tell you what I did. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> there can be different school of thoughts, and mm. at least this is mine. You have to put it in writing. Because <laughs> malaming nagsasabit feeling ko ito yung purpose ko. Eh, nasulat mo ba yan, di ba? So, I mean, having it written down has a sense of yung certain, hindi naman certainty, no? but more of peace. No? When you write it down and you feel good about it, you feel the, you feel a certain peace that, and that peace can be indicative that that's what, where God is leading you. So that's what I did. But not only did I write my purpose, because this is what I see as a missing element in a lot of people who teach about purpose and vision, okay. mission, is passion. What is your passion? Because your passion is about who you are. And your purpose is about what you're called to do, no? basing on who you are. Diba? Kung sino ka, oh, Kunwari, uh, a practical example. Iba-iba tayo, magkakaibigan. May isa, mahilig sa art. May isa, ayaw ng art. Mahilig sa math. Mahilig sa management. Right-brainer. Or, so I'm sorry, left-brainer yon Yung isa naman, artist. No? Right-brainer. And they, of course, try to choose a course in college or try to pursue a passion that is inclined to their strengths. Right? So, they will apply into something or follow a path as much as possible that is aligned to who they are. Mm -hmm. So the choices that we make in life are really based on what we feel can make us happy and what we feel can give us a meaningful life. Mm -hmm. Kaya maraming anak nagre-rebelde pag pinilit ng parents, di ba? Mm -hmm. Na pinilit ako ng daddy ko. Now I'm a doctor, but I'm earning well naman. So thank you, parents. No? But uh, as long as they can say that, hey, I learned to love it. But if they grow up like loathing about it, I wish I lived another life, the life that I chose. Yeah. So that's why there's adulthood because we can make our own choices. Uh, then, so, so there, I, well, you have to write it down. You have to determine your passion. What am I good at? What are my strengths? What do I know? What is my skill set? And am I happy pursuing these things? Mm -hmm. Now, the purpose is the venue. Who am I called to serve? 
Who, what type of people? So I just uh, got a message from somebody. She felt called. No, authority to she. She felt called to serve the people in the prisons. You see that? No, because she loves defending the weak. That's who she is. That's her passion. Justice is her passion. Kaya ng attorney. And there are a lot of injustices in the prisons. That is why feeling yah that is where she's called to serve. Yun yung kanyang purpose. So you see how it's connected. Beautiful. So from your, if you know yourself, your identity, that's where the purpose comes from. Yeah. So typical, I am a son of God. I'm a daughter of God. That's who I am. So I am called to act as one. To act as one. To relate to other people as a son and daughter of God. With all the virtues that I I asked, no, we asked from the Lord to to have. So, saan mo ngayon i-apply yung pagiging anak ng Dios mo? Yun na yung purpose. I'm called to serve the poor. I'm called to serve the emotionally depressed. I'm called to serve the mentally, ano, incapacitated. No, these things. So, ayan, March. That's how I I would at least see it from my perspective. Thanks, Kirby. Um, how about the call to to state of life? Um, look, as a married person right now, um, when you were single, what were the things that you wish you knew when you were single? Um, looking back. Right? Well, I, I've got no, I've got no regrets marrying my <laughs> my wife. If that's if that's uh, I, I have to put that first okay. in. Uh, <laughs> Yes, put it down on writing or at least uh, state that as a fact no so i i have no regrets at, at all no but uh perhaps if uh if uh, i were to look back because not all relationships became successful no and uh there we are not exempted or we are not bulletproof of of hurts na natatamaan din tayo friendly fire hindi sinasadya. No? So, I, I somehow uh, hurt some people. No? Uh, I somehow, and of course, I asked for their forgiveness and we're all good friends and we're all healed. But somehow, there are these things that because of uh, maybe wrong decisions or maybe a lack of sensitivity, mm -hmm. uh, we are able to inflict pain emotionally to other people. And of course, vice versa. Uh, that pain is also inflicted upon me. No, so so I I wish I knew more about how to handle relationships, handle friendships better, and uh, be able to really have that clear guide. No, like a certain mentor who would tell me, uh, this is this is the way. No, I I had mentors. I had mentors. They were really good. But how I wish I asked more. You see. How I wish I asked more, and you know, in the mystery of the Lord's plan, naman, uh, we he he writes uh, straight in our crooked, blind nice. lives, no. So uh, I I am led to my to my misses, right? <laughs> so and so I now see that all as part of my learning journey. No, kumbaga bro broken. We 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 go from to being broken and to be to be made whole no? and it's a it's a process it's a process so i i wish i asked more 
uh, things from my mentor so these hurts could have been avoided. Mm-hmm. So how do you prepare for marriage for me? How, how do I prepare? How, I I, how, how, how did I? How did you? Kasal na ako eh. So, so how, how did you? How, well, uh, it's, a, it's a process of getting to know the person. If I would go back that far. Mm-hmm. Build the foundation of friendship. Now, of course, you get attracted to the person. Uy, okay to. Parang, so, baka Lord, baka ito na yun. No? So, abang nagdadasal lang ganun. Pinipre-over din yung tao. No? Baka siya na to Lord. <laughs> diba? Nag-worship, ganun. Praise and worship. Pinipre-over na rin. No? Sa isang kamay, ganun. So, uh, sana, sana, sana. No? And, uh, you, know, you know, you get attracted. So, somehow, that's a physical attraction. Uh, I, I would read it in some books as eros, pero baka yung interpretation ng eros is very oh. sensual and sexual, but mm-hmm. it's also about attraction. Mm-hmm. So, uy, you get attracted. Magguguluhan ka kasi yung kaibigan mo, hindi naman attracted sa tao na attracted ka. No? So, there is that somehow connection, right? And you, I, I go into the friendship. So, we would, uh, we would uh, spend a lot of time talking about fun stuff kami ni Michelle. No? Meron kaming tinatawag na one time, big time. Uh, maliit lang sweldo namin as missionaries before, but when the the allowance came, we would treat ourselves and we would be with friends. And I would see that we were having a lot of fun. We were having a lot of things that we could openly discuss to one another. So there's that stage called philia, no? or the the friendship. Diba? Philadelphia, city of brotherhood, city mm. of, uh, you know, so ano yun yung meaning of Philadelphia so philia no so there is that foundation of friendship no you are attracted then you become friends mm-hmm. and finally the agape which is yeah. will you marry me <laughs> <laughs> parang buong buhay buong buhay habang buhay magkakasama tayo through thick and thin mm-hmm. through small waistlines to big waistlines through through mm-hmm. Full hair to no hair, no? Through through sickness and in health, you know? And I, I saw that, no? Na, Nagka-COVID kaming mag, mag-asawa. Then, sa, ito na yung in sickness. Okay? Ito na yung kahirapan. Ito na yung hawak kamay tayo. No? We were 15 years married. And I saw that, I saw that uh, agape at its foundation is those two things. The, the eros and the philia. Uh, those two things. Kasi the Greeks would define it in three ways. Eh, sa atin, isang word lang, love. That's love. why there's a lot of uh, misconception about love. No? Falling in love, out of love. And it's not feeling lang. It's about really commitment. Mm-hmm. So that's how I, I would see how I prepared for marriage. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> okay. In, 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 that, uh, in that sequence, in that sequence mm. it was... Agape is always challenged because the first seven years of marriage, at least according to psychologists and uh, statistics, maraming naghihiwalay uh, in the first seven years because of uh, a lot of adjustments, maybe a lot of weaknesses as well that cannot be forgiven or a lot of frustrations. And okay, we're, a lot of people are really susceptible to that. Kaya, kaya kailangan talaga yung foundation of philia or the, the companionship, the friendship is strong. Kasi the feelings will be gone. Alam naman natin yes. yan. 
'di ba? Parang sa trabaho lang, oy, in love oh. na in love ka sa trabaho mo, then later on, ano ba 'tong trabaho ko, <laughs> 'di ba? <laughs> Masayang-masaya ka na na tinanggap ka ng boss mo, no, na in job interview ka after a year para ano ba 'tong trabaho ko, no? So, it, it like it now demands a certain giving of self. Commitment and service. Um, bakit ngayon, Kirby, mahirap parang mag-commit yung iba? Like, they're afraid of... The reason why I'm asking is some people are afraid of get going to the to the agape part or to, to the next stage of of relationship. There's a fear of commitment. Um, how, how do we solve or overcome that? Yeah. In in Halloween, di ba? During Halloween, may bagong costume na nga. Sinusot ng mga tao. Yung t-shirt lang na may nakalagay commitment. Tapos marami ng tatakbo. They're, they're afraid. You know, they're afraid of commitment. So, uh, that's the the memes that I read during ba, during Halloween at least. No? Sa Valentine's, okay sila. Pero pag Halloween na, eh, takbuhan na. No? So, yeah. Because a lot of people fear the future. Sigurista, basically. If if you're a sigurista, you you don't take risks, and love is a risk. Relationships, there's always a risk there. Ah, ayoko nang magmahal, ayoko nang magcommit, kasi masasaktan lang ako. Mm-hmm. And that's why people don't define the relationships, kasi the moment it is defined, there is commitment. Mm-hmm. So when when they define it, nako tayo na. No, their their sense of freedom is. Yeah, and response. Uh, there, there is that. Know, no, there's, ex- there's exclusivity. Yeah. There's responsibility. There's commitment, basically. So uh, people actually have a hard time discerning towards that because that's a big step. Mm-hmm. It means you have to give up something. Mm-hmm. Di ba pag nag-commit ka, kailangan mo ng oras jan, mawawalan ka ng oras. So. Uh, either boys or girls or women or, or men, meron ding mga tao na takot talaga mag-commit kasi they know what they will lose and they're afraid to let go of that. Freedom. Maybe they, they, they would lose time for themselves. Maybe they don't want to limit themselves to one person or maybe, you know, th- there are so many factors really. Mm-hmm. So because of that, tapos doubt. Basically doubt, no? Self doubt. Siya na ba talaga? Mm, or am or... I am I worthy for that person? So mm-hmm. there can be that insecurity that would stop them from committing. Parang sisirain ko lang yung buhay niya. So wag na lang, no? I, I love that person so much. I cannot uh, be with that because I love that person so much. Uh, baka masira buhay niya or something. So it's a, a, a level of insecurity mm. or uh, the opposite naman is uh, more of pride. No, na hindi siya hindi siya karapat dapat para sa akin so uh, so you you want to find the middle ground you you become mm-hmm. humble and you your goal is to serve that person that you love and the big question is lord siya nga na ba talaga is she or he the one and uh i would say a lot of people overthink it did you ask god <laughs> that question Kirby? definitely you... definitely so how definitely. did you know she's the one yeah, because my wife, uh, my wife attracted different suitors, eh. And uh, sabi ko, when I when I see her with another person, I I get hurt so much. Parang hindi ko kakayanin na hindi maging kami. Basically, I I couldn't stand to lose her. 
So that's what made me convicted. So at least that's my story. I don't know about the others. <laughs> but when I when I saw her with another person, kasi nga courtship stage pa lang, women are afforded that naman. Mm-hmm. Parang di ko kaya, Lord. No, siya na, siya na to. Kasi yung iba, a lot of guys, you know, they get into good friendship. Pero they doubt, siya nga ba talaga? Do I really love this person? Mm-hmm. And uh, the friendships test it. Kasi in friendships, there can be conflicts. It's not all roses. There are thorns in friendships. No? And if you are able to overcome these conflicts, so Michelle and I had a big conflict before before we became us. You know, we there was like a, a test of friendship and we overcame that and that became a signal we, we, we can make this work. This will work. Kaya ayun, invest in the friendship time. Huwag magmadali. Kasi kung sa'yo yan, di sa'yo, di ba? If, if, if it, that person is for you, then it will be forever. So what's the rush? Of course, uh, there are certain people who would want it right away. Pero wouldn't it be a bigger waste of time if you rushed into it? Then later on, not be happy with it. So yeah, invest invest in the friendship. It's a bit cliche. It's a bit cliche, but it's 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 real. It's true. Is is uh, the per- the person you're you're with right now for the married people who are listening? Are you still friends? Yeah. <laughs> are you still friends or are you like board board mates, border mates? Good oh, <laughs> Kirby, how do we differentiate friends? sa friends with intention. Kasi right now, a lot of us, sige, as a friend, we're like always hanging out, talking, di ba? Pero, parang, okay, we're being friends, pero walang patutunguhan. Paano ba to? Paano mo ba yun i-navigate na? Okay, we build a friendship, but you also know, you want it to, to parang, take the next step or the next level. So, when do you say, okay, tama na to? or continue. I mean, kung friend lang talaga, as in like platonic friend, that's, you know, you can, it's okay, but in a, in a dating relationship, how do you, how do you navigate friendship? Yeah, I, I mean, it's, for me, it's quite clear. For, for others, it's blurry. Mm-hmm. When the guy is starting to make romantic advances, you start to question na, mm-hmm. what are your intentions? Just ano lang, ask straight. Baka yung ibang guy, takot lang magsabi. But the girl can actually say, what are your intentions? Mm-hmm. O di, pagsabihin ni guy, I'll get back to you on that. <laughs> okay, at least, <laughs> oh, when are you gonna get <laughs> back to me on that? <laughs> Di ba? What are your intentions? Anong balak mo? What are your intentions? Kasi romantic na eh. Hindi na friendship eh. Kumbaga, may pa-heart-heart na eh. May tatlong heart na sa text eh. And uh, meron ng uh, love you, love you. May mga ganun-ganun eh. Love you as a friend. Parang, as, a friend. So, as a friend nga ba talaga. So, um, I think, I think, it, and it can be my opinion. Mm-hmm. The, the girl can call it out. What what are your intentions? No. So, pag si Dabi ni Guy, as a friend lang talaga. Kasi some guys can be careless in the way you know they, they like the girl as a friend mm-hmm. it's true but it, it, they can also do gestures that can be misconstrued yes, or yeah. misinterpreted mm-hmm. by the girl who 
probably likes the guy. So mm-hmm. for me, it's okay. What, what are your intentions? Kasi kaysa naman si girl mag-antay for a year, only wasting that year to be to to could that, that girl could have had other suitors. Mm-hmm. And that guy somehow nabakuran, wala namang palang plano. Right? Wala namang palang plano. And I would say this. If that friendship becomes hurtful, give space muna. Kasi nasakta na si girl. Mm-hmm. And you have, you can say that. I mean, you can say, uh, can I just have a little bit of space? Because I, I actually feel a little bit hurt. You, mm-hmm. know? And you can have that. You have the freedom to have that. So, yes. The guy can say sorry or whatever. At least there is a clear line where the intentions are are stated. Uh, in in the current uh, lingo, it's called label. Kailangan malagyan malagyan ng clarity. Clarity, because without clarity, there's no commitment. Simple. No, you can't commit to something. Sige, sunduin kita. Sige, everyday tayo-tayo. Tapos, tatanungin ni girl uh, after seven months. Ano, ano, ano nga tayo? Kasi nag-kiss na, nag, uh, may mga romantic gestures niya. Gusto naman ng girl. Kasi uh, maybe it can lead to something better. Tapos si guy naman, walang clarity. So, it's, uh, man, it, it's gonna be a, you know, hurtful. It's gonna be hurtful. Uh, towards the end. Uh, hindi din mag-work out pag ganun. So, yes. So, guys should at least see the potential of marriage if they are gonna do courtship or express something romantic. You know, wag naman na, will you marry me agad? No? Pero, I mean, at least may nakikita na future. Kung walang future na nakikita, that guy can spend time with other people na lang, rather than hurting the, the girl in the end. So you can't be friends with that person anymore? You can. You can be friends, but there is clarity. Mm. Oh, the, at least, gusto, si gusto ni girl, si guy. Mm-mm. Tapos sinabi naman ni guy na wala din friend talaga, talaga. siya. Intens- friend lang. And that's okay. I mean, if it's not gonna make the life of the girl miserable and excruciating mm. i think that can be that can be managed because feelings can change mm-hmm. feelings can mature can be shifted can develop mm-hmm. right Agreed. so yes you can be friends you can be friends but if you are in another relationship mm-hmm. and still have that you know kailangan ng space talaga dyan. Talagang, so can, you it, remove that you don't be a fr- friend anymore or parang acquaintance na lang or yeah give space means like don't communicate mm. as much as you should unless you have an official need uh like kailangan mo mm. ng ano ng kanin kasi naubusan ng kanin <laughs> naubusan ng ka you know things that uh, other friends would also ask of you So yes. That's in the context of a dating and relationships, but if you really want to have like deep 
friendships possible naman siya na very platonic bro i'm i'm gonna ask din parang for the sake of the married women who are listening to us is that okay if the guy or their husband have friendships with women other girls as long as the the wife knows and yeah as long as the wife is friends with that yeah, person that's also true. what if parang that friend is from another kumbaga not within the circle of the of 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 the wife parang from the college years or high school years is pakilala do... ipakilala and be made aware that you are communicating but not communicating all the time That's true. so i mean whatever hurts the spouse could potentially hurt the spouse don't do it don't do it no if it could potentially hurt the marriage Don't. don't indulge. Don't na. If in doubt, don't. <laughs> very good. Thank you so much, Kirby, for that clarity. That's very, very true. Marami kasi din, di ba? Parang um, men who are, like right now, on- online kasi, so parang easy to chat, easy to just, yes. you know, connect with people. But you have yeah. to also respect, respect your wife and respect the marriage and the marriage commitment. Love That's your right. wife also. Yeah, kaya group chat na lang. Mag-group chat <laughs> Yay! So, um, anything else you want to share, Kirby, about getting fired up? If Do you, kahit na you're such the passionate guy that you are, that we know that you're the fired up man or fired up guy, you still feel unmotivated sometimes and how do you get yeah. out of it how do you get yeah. out of that Th- that is why i advocate this because i feel it hmm. <laughs> you cannot advocate something of which pain you have not experienced and in terms of motivation we're all human beings there will be days will when i would feel unmotivated lalo na pag sunod-sunod yung work pagod na pagod i feel burned out And because I find ways to overcome them, I share them. Mm-hmm. How do you See, how so, do you overcome burnout, Kirby? Rest. Okay. How, rest. It's it's a uh, God rested on the sixth day, or was it what what? Oh uh, no, He created human beings on the sixth, <laughs> the sixth day, and then rested on the seventh day, and saw that what He did was good. Because mm-hmm. for people, they see rest as escape. No, no. Rest is appreciating your work. You have to earn your rest and you have to rest well to be able to work well. So, di ba? So, ay, salamat Sabado or Linggo, whatever day of rest you have. Then, di ka naman nag-work ng maayos during the week. Uh, Nag-ano ka lang, naging nag-date ka lang para lang makonek sa second topic natin, okay. di ba? <laughs> Do, do, yung focus mo, doon lang napunta sa girl, do, sa guy. Siya lang iniisip mo sa office. Then suddenly you demand, okay, Sunday na. You know, you know, when you didn't do good work on the weekday, you don't feel rested. You feel guilty. You feel like stressed. Kasi alam mo sa Monday, tatambak to. Alright? So, you, we have to earn our rest. Right, and when we do, we we can say like what God said in Genesis. No, at least from the writers, He said, "Well, what I did was good. What I created was very good." Mm-hmm. No, diba? well, well, I I did good work this week. I didn't watch Netflix during work time. Work time, diba? So I I watch Netflix lang after work. Ganon. Mm-hmm. 
So hindi ako nag-binge. So so something like that, no? You you feel good about work. And when you have uh, that good feeling, then you rest well. Yung iba din kasi they overdo it, Marge. Mm-hmm. No, they don't respect the Sabbath. They don't respect the rest. Mm-hmm. They they still work on the supposed days of rest. Kaya you do that for three weeks straight, you get burned out. And you want to quit because of that. So yeah, manage your rest. Uh, make be happy, be with your friends. Because that can also help you cope with the things that you're doing. Uh, having good friendships, having fellowship, being with one another, mm-hmm. right? So yeah, there you go. So I, I just wanted to connect the relationships and the passion, <laughs> the purpose. Uh, it all is part of our lives. Yes, yes. Well, yeah, every week you should have a day of rest. And preferably uh, the Sunday, which is um, the Lord's Day. You spend time with the Lord and enjoy the fruits of your labor. Um, and you can also have or carve a me time within the week or a short mini retreat within your day, just like what you do after work where, where you walk and listen to podcasts or maybe hear music or watch a, a Netflix movie as a reward and play with your kids and stuff. Um, thank you so much, Kirby, for, for gracing us today and for the wisdom that you have shared with us. You are glowing, <laughs> not just at your back, but glowing from the inside with the fire of the Holy Spirit. I really, really feel your, your fire. So um, thank God for that. And thank you for, for allowing yourself to be used by Him in many ways and always. And um, not keeping that fire, but allowing that lamp to shine so that we too can, be, uh, can shine. I just remember this um, quote that when you allow, when you um, shine your light to others, um, in, impossible that that light will not also um, rest on you. So the more you give, you also receive. And it gives you lots of joy and happiness. And when you are in that state, you are rested even if you are working. Because there's peace, deep peace that you're fulfilling your, your life's work or life's mission. So Kirby, thank you for reminding us of that. And yes, may we live live fully and die empty and rest with God when it's time. But every day we remember that we will die too. There's a deadline. But um, we thank God that we are still here and alive and breathing because we still have things to uh, purpose to fulfill and people to love. Thank you, thank you so much, Kirby. Again, and thank you, then. Thank you, then, for inviting me here for uh, having this opportunity to, you know, process my thoughts and uh, see where I stand in the questions that I, that you've asked me. That's also um, a revelation for myself. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes when you talk to people, you get to know yourself more. That's so hey, true. thanks for this opportunity. <laughs> Thank you guys for listening to us and for coming back every Saturday or whenever you you listen to this or uh, hear this. Uh, we wish you well and we wish you um, lots of joy and peace and stay safe, stay well, stay healthy and um, I hope that you will uh, fulfill God's purpose for your life. Thank you and have a blessed R&R.